Welcome back to the Boneyard Podcast, everybody. This is your host, Jared Shaffit, along with... Hold on, Miss Brower. We're coming to you this week with episode... Well, actually, this isn't... Not episode, just a recap. <laughs> just, just a recap. Uh, <laughs> but we are we are back, Artie. Um, we're, we're, gonna, we're here to recap an ECU victory. Mm-hmm. A, a big-time win this weekend against the Bulls of South Florida. About damn time. Artie. I guess I wasn't the only one eating steak last night for dinner. <laughs> so uh, yeah, this this was uh, this was a big win for ECU. This was something that I mean we've been saying that they needed to get off their shoulders um, really quickly, and they, they needed to get it done sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they finally did that. They finally came through, put together a complete performance. Granted, it was against a South Florida team that wasn't the greatest, but they still put together a full team, start to finish, full 60 minutes of football. Yeah, I mean, first conference win since, what, 2017? Um, For, or, or against somebody not named UConn, I'm sorry. Yeah. Since 2017. So, uh, And that's not really saying much when you beat UConn in conference. So this was really important for us to do. Uh, really big time. Won the, won the game by 20 points. So, you know, not only did we win, but we won in, you know, decisive fashion. And that's always good to see from your team. So real happy in the, in the win yesterday. Yeah, and those last seven points that USF got on the board, those those were garbage time points. Those were points in the last minute. They they put in a backup quarterback, and mm-hmm. he scrambled for like 20 yards and, and scored a touchdown. But, Artie, the biggest takeaway that I had, and this is something that I mean, I've seen all over Twitter, was we didn't make any mistakes. We We really didn't make any mistakes. You look at ECU, no turnovers – and then they also only had three penalties for 45 yards. That is huge, especially when your your competitor is putting up five penalties for 52 yards and then mm-hmm. another two intercept two interceptions or two turnovers. Um that I mean that's that's big, right? Um it's it's something that looking at it, that that was one of one of the keys that I had for for this week's game. You had you had to limit the mistakes and you had to win that turnover battle. And we started off fast, right? I mean, we 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 went into halftime thirty one seventeen, but we started off quick. I mean, we scored touchdowns instead of field goals, which is something we touched on in the pregame yep. show. Is that we need to capitalize on scoring touchdowns instead of scoring field goals. That's what we did. We scored touchdowns. We got out early. Ailers was getting the ball to pretty much everybody on the planet that he wanted to last night. So everybody got touches. Quick, big plays. You know, the big plays worked in our favor yesterday with C.J. Yep. Johnson getting that 75-yard touchdown. Roger Harris had a big 42-yard explosion touchdown. So, we got the big play. We won the turnover battle. And we, you know, we, we, we bursted out to a big lead early. And those are the recipes to success and those are the recipes to winning going forward. Yeah, I mean, that, that that's what we, we're going to need to see. And I, I think looking forward, uh, I want to ha- take this 24-hour rule and, and really enjoy this victory, but we got we got another test coming up next week against Navy, a team that has struggled in the first couple of weeks. But that that Navy game is very winnable. It is very Navy winnable. Navy does not look good at all. And then they they beat Temple last night. So uh, that that's, I mean, I I don't know what to think about this Navy Navy football team. But we're here to talk. I about, know they don't like to tackle. We're we're, we're here to talk about USF, um, Artie. So. Let me let me just break down some of the stats from from last night. Okay, let me pull up the box score. Um, so ECU 
Whole Nailers, he had 17 passes on 26 attempts, so 27 completions on 26 attempts. He passed for 222 yards, averaging 8.5 yards per uh, reception, and then threw for three touchdowns. He hadn't thrown for a touchdown since uh, later in that UCF game, considering, I mean, EC didn't score any offensive points the week prior. Mm-hmm. Um, on rushing, I mean, you, you had – Raji Harris and Keaton Mitchell, the two true freshmen, really leading the way. I mean, they I mean they combined for what thirty four carries mm-hmm. um, and over one hundred and fifty yards combined. Uh, Raji Harris had one hundred and fifteen yards on nineteen carries, averaging six point one. He also rushed for his two tu- for two touchdowns, the first two of his ECU career, um, which which is great to see. He had a forty two yard. Rush, that, that's something that, I mean, it's going to be big mm-hmm. for ECU going forward to open up the passing game and, and give uh, give Holton Aylers some more time. Um, but, yeah, like you also like you said, ECU, they passed a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and really 10 guys had reception. I mean, he was getting it to anybody and everybody that wanted the ball. <laughs> and that's I – don't, I don't remember the last time I've seen an ECU team be able to get it to 10 different guys – in the same football game. So that was that was incredible. But, you know, offensively, this is kind of what we need to do anyway. Like, I kind of saw this kind of explosion happening eventually. We just got way too many pieces to stay stagnant as an offense. What I really enjoyed seeing yesterday was the defense really clamped down, forced turnovers. They didn't really score in the second half at all. I mean, we held them scoreless. And then, like you said, they scored that garbage touchdown late with, I think, 30-some seconds left in the game. Yep. We held them to 17 points pretty much the entire second half. And so I love the way our defense clamped down, really got after them. You started seeing the tackles for loss. You saw the, the, the forced fumbles that we had. So really enjoyed seeing the defense yesterday take a step forward and build off some of the things that they had from last week, even though they, they were blown out in the first two games. So, Yeah, I mean, the, the one thing that – Stood out to me. I mean, USF, they put up nearly 300 yards of offense in the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, which, to me, when I was watching the game, I was like, uh-oh. Right. This is not good. Um, Those first couple of drives that USF had, it looked like we had no answer for them. Mm-hmm. And then Coach Harrell, friend of the podcast, and uh, – and the defense really put together something and, and really – They made adjustments. I they mean, made, that, that, yeah, that's, they, all, that's all you can ask your defense to do, go and make adjustments, and that's exactly what they and, did. And it showed at halftime the adjustments that they made. They came mm-hmm. out, and uh, McLeod, the quarterback for USF, the starting quarterback from USF, he couldn't get anything done. Couldn't get a damn thing done. Like, they they couldn't get – they were three and out on most drives. Mm-hmm. And if they got a first down, the next the – next, Set of downs, really. I mean, they they couldn't actually get anything started. Right. Um. And that, that was big. ECU got off the field. The defense got off the field. Something we talked about going back to to the first game against UCF. Mm-hmm. The ECU defense looks very good when they can get off the field. When they get off the field. Well, that's any defense. But <laughs> but then they but also when the offense is clicking and giving that defense some time to. Mm-hmm. Recuperate and and get back uh, some of that energy. Then and that's and that's a very good point. We we gave our defense time to rest. You know yeah. they weren't just because the last or the first two weeks. You know the other team would score so fast and then we would. I mean yeah we we dominated time possession, but 
they, you know, the, the other offenses had the ball for way too long, for way too much during the games, even though we did dominate time of possession. And so we gave our defense some rest yesterday. They were able to come back on the field and actually do what they need to do defensively as far as being able to hold them to under 20 points. Yeah, and I was saying under 30, we really held them to under 20. I don't really count that garbage, you know, touchdown late. So defense played excellent yesterday as far as making the adjustments in the second half. Yeah, and that, that's a, that's a um, good point. And that, that leads, to, leads us to a question that we got on Twitter mm-hmm. um, from, from our boy, Brandon Avery. Uh, shout out, Brandon. Shout out, Brandon. Uh, loyal listener of the podcast. One of, one of our best friends. Um, actually, Brandon was one of my groomsmen in my wedding. So um, Brandon is a, is a true friend of the podcast, even though he hasn't been on yet. We'll, we'll have to get him yeah, on Yeah, we still got to get Brandon on. We'll, we'll, we'll make it work. He's in law school now, so his, his schedule is pretty rough. But um, Brandon, he has seemed to be quite a few pre-snap motions and slant or and stunts on defense. Sorry, got a glare. Which let me let me just start over. I'm I'm still kind of hungover from last night. <laughs> you're still kind of hungover. Oh yeah, I, I know you're hurting. <laughs> seemed to be quite a few pre-snap motions and stunts on defense, which contributed to the win. What do you like most? What do you like the most from the defense in this one? And what do you see that still needs work? If we want to keep the wins coming, um, Brandon, that, that, that's a good question. I, I think that when you look at this USF offense, this is an offense that we told you if you listen to our pregame uh, preview or whatever you want to call it. I think if you look at that and listen to that, you'll remember us saying this USF offense isn't the greatest offense. Mm-hmm. They're they're going to struggle on offense, right? Um. But with that being said, they're really what ECU, going back to also what we said that last time, ECU didn't really allow that big play. They had a couple. There was a couple big runs and mm-hmm. or a big pass play here and there. Uh, I remember one, I believe it was in, I believe it was in the third quarter. Um, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm remembering it wrong. ECU bit on the run. It was a RPO, bit on the run. USF passes it to the to the tight end, who busts it for probably about a thirty yard reception. Mm-hmm. I mean that 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 was one of the things they they really got to focus on that secondary staying back and not biting on biting on the RPO. Especially, um, I mean next week's going to be a real challenge with with Navy that triple right. option. Mm-hmm. But I, I have a lot of faith in in Coach Harrell and, and Coach Houston who have seen. The triple option everywhere they've been. Mm-hmm. Hell, they they've run it together before. Um, I, I gotta think that I gotta think that they're gonna be able to stop this triple option next week. Yeah. Um, I, but I would like to see our defensive front really take shape and and be able to make more stops at the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. than allowing two to three yards on a rush. Um, and that that's something we've said over the past couple of weeks. Right. But I, I think ECU did a pretty good job of that and. They they made last night for the first time really in a long time. I saw ECU be able to make tackles in space. I mean that one man one tackle. Yeah, <laughs> just just I mean, just run up and be able to tackle the ball handler. I, I'm I'm thinking about uh, Aaron Ramsor who made that insane tackle. Mm-hmm. I mean he just launched into the the quarterback and just took him out. Yep. on that QB scramble on fourth down, I believe in in the third quarter. No, it was in the second half, but I mean. USF was trying to put together a good drive, and I mean, like I said, ECU was holding them, keeping them in fourth down territory, and mm-hmm. and they they were going for it. 
USF was 0-3 on, on fourth down last night. And that that was something that, I mean, I thought was, was big. And being able to see them learning how to tackle in space. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Aaron Ramsworth, yeah, he, he's a leader on the defense. He's, a, he's, one of the, he's one of the veterans. And seeing that they're putting that together and being able to make stops, that, that's what I liked. And, and, and what I have seen from this defense is that they're very opportunistic, right? I mean, through the first few weeks, you've seen this defense be able to, you know, not just take turnovers, but turn them into points. And so that also dealing with, you know, being a little bit more disciplined, a little bit more sound. You, you can tell that Coach Blake Harrell is starting to get that in, in Friend place. Of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. Um, but you, you, you combine being opportunistic with the discipline, and then that's when I think you're going to start to see not just a good defense, but a great defense, and a defense with a lot of confidence and guys that are going to fly up and tackle to the ball. Like, like you said, would love to see more tackles for loss. Would love to see this front seven really start to annoy O-lines and annoy quarterbacks um, the way you know that, that, that we've grown accustomed to. But what I love early on in this season is the very opportunistic fact of our defense. And you add a little bit more discipline – you add a little bit more of those tackles, tackles for loss. I think we're on the right track. Um, like I said, I, I, I love what from what I'm seeing from Coach Blake Harrell. We just have to be able to build upon this for next week because that triple option is always giving us a little bit of problems. And so, can we actually hold Navy to what we did with USF? Can we hold them to under 20? Can we hold them to 17 points through three and a half quarters? Is that something that we can adequately do against a triple option that is always giving us trouble? So, very excited to see what our defense looks like next week. Yeah, and I mean, this is t- talking about getting in and penetrating that offensive line. I mean, this is the first time I can remember in a long, 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 long time mm-hmm. that ECU has had several sacks in a game. Yeah, every once in a while we'd luck into one or two. Right. I remember there was, what, two years ago we had nine sacks like all season. Mm-hmm. Last night we had five. We had five sacks. So it looked like a defense again. <laughs> it just it looked like a defense again. The. The uh, defensive line, I mean, yeah, USF, they're, they're, USF's a lot like ECU. Like we heard in, in that mm-hmm. interview with Will Turner last week, ECU and USF are kind of in the same spot when it comes to recruiting. They both need size on offense and defense, both on the lines. Mm-hmm. They've got the skill guys, but they don't have, they don't have that uh, toughness up front. They don't have that toughness in the trenches. And that, that's the one thing that, I mean, I, I listen to – I want to I give a shout-out to Steven Igo, friend of the podcast, two-time friend of the podcast. Um, I, I listened to his post-game recap. He, he had more energy last night than we did after an ECU <laughs> victory. He, he recorded that thing at 2 a.m. this morning. Which good for him. Good for him. Shout-out, Steven. Um, we'll have to have you back on again. There was but, no way I was going to make it at 2 a.m. But um, about how ECU – this this past offseason and this past recruiting cycle, they've been looking at bringing in more defensive linemen. I think they have 12 on this latest recruiting class mm-hmm. coming in. They're, they're signed and committed or not signed yet, but they're committed, um, which, which is huge. These guys, these guys are young guys. They're going to develop, and some of them will grow into mm-hmm. decent defensive linemen. Um, we just need that size. We don't have that size yet. I mean, I, you don't know how much I'd love to see, like, a snag, a Bosa brother type or, or a TJ or J.J. Watt type for, the, for, you know, for our defensive line. That would, that would be awesome to see 
because I've I've never personally seen a destructive force on the defense. I mean, we've had some pieces, we've had some nice players, but an actual like standout, standalone guy that was just a destructive DN or linebacker or nose tackle that would that would honestly be something I'd love to see going forward. And I think we're on track to do that. So I mean, talking about some brothers, I mean, you got Travion Freshwater. Yeah, he he's a redshirt freshman this year. Um, he's he's a highly touted recruit. Mm-hmm. I mean, last year he redshirted. This year he he played in the UCF game. He hasn't really played. I don't think he played last night. And I know he didn't play last week mm-hmm. um, against Georgia State. But he, I mean, he's one of those linebackers that big, just kind of beefy kind of guy. Kind of. Yeah. I don't think he's as big as the Watt brothers, but I mean, this guy knows how to tackle in space, knows how to make stops on on defense. And like like the kind of guy that passes the eye test, yeah. And then he goes out and does it. You know, yeah. that's that's the kind of. I I think he's still trying to learn all the the defensive schemes. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, listening to Igo's podcast. Who I mean, Igo, he he's more of a professional uh, journalist than, than we claim to be. <laughs> uh, once again, we are two guys that we're not drinking this morning. We drank enough last night to celebrate the ECU victory, um, but. We're decent journalists. We're, we're decent. We're, we're decent. getting there. Um, but he, he was talking about last night on his podcast that um, Travion Freshwater, I think he's had some problems figuring out maybe his assignments, mm-hmm. talking a little bit more about what he's uh, what he's supposed to be doing on the defense. He's, right. He's, I mean, he's still a young guy. I mean, most of the time you don't expect a freshman to come in and – Make noise mm-hmm. at a, at a position like inside linebacker, you don't you don't you don't expect that, and I mean, hopefully he'll be able to get that put together and, right. and have a great career. But his brother, Kavion Freshwater, so Travion Kavion, <laughs> Kavion Freshwater, is a highly touted recruit coming in, I believe, on this class, mm-hmm. and I have a good feeling that with his brother already at ECU, he might be coming in. Be coming. And, uh, and and joining his brother, and you you never know that that might be the force of two brothers n- that know each other, have played together all their lives, and know what they're doing. I'm not saying it's going to happen this year, and it may not happen next year, but in two years, those two guys are going to be right. running that defense. I mean, can you imagine having an Aaron Donald type? You know, he steps off the bus and it's like, yo, that's the best player on the team, and oh, yeah. then he actually proves to be the best player on the team. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, that that would be awesome. So. Haven't haven't heard much from 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 his brother. I I don't know really anything about his brother, but from what you're saying, he looks like a nice kid that that we could definitely use. So, yeah, look, I mean that that's somebody that I think that would be huge on, on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean also I I think our secondary we've got a good secondary. They've just, they're young. I mean Malik Fleming, Tegan Wilk, like these guys are young. You you gotta you gotta give them time mm-hmm. and. The one thing that I'll say that on defense, they and they did a I think a better job of it from what I saw last night. Once again, watching it in person is different than watching it from on TV, and that was the first game I wasn't there for. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really thought that watching it on TV, it, they looked like they were being better about getting their head around and trying to find the ball, mm-hmm. and that really I mean any of the long passes that USF was trying to make, right. That was really breaking. They were able to break them up and not take the pi that they've been taking over the past two weeks. Right. So and and I I know that our defense isn't all the way back. 
you know, these things take time. It's just the steps that we're making, they look promising. They, they definitely look very, very promising because what we've been accustomed to the last three to four years has just been ridiculous, if, if we're being honest. And so, you know, <laughs> letting teams average 35 to 40 points a game, I mean, we've just been accustomed to just bad defensive play. And so it's refreshing to be able to see these things, to be able to see the guys look like, you know, ball hawks, the guys flying to the ball, the guys getting up and actually wanting to tackle. It's refreshing to see those things. But it is a process. These things take time. Um, next week, like I said, is, is going to be a huge test. If, if we can go out and if we can slow down that triple option of Navy, even though Navy has not looked that well this season, um, it's still going to be a big test for our defense going forward. Yeah, I mean, if, if ECU – and that's the, that's the thing that – I mean, Navy – we'll, we'll talk about it more this, as this week comes along, but mm-hmm. that's the thing when Navy is – they kill you with the, the triple option. Mm-hmm. They kill you with – once again, keeping that that defense on the field, and, and they've got a kid that can throw a little bit. Yeah, but he, that's what I'm getting to is they they open you up with that triple option. You're you're focused so much on the triple option, mm-hmm. and, and they then, beat you for boom. they beat you for a 15, 20 yard pass right. here and there, and that's how they keep drives moving. Mm-hmm. They'll hit you with a they'll they'll hit they'll hit you with like ten minute drives. Like it's insane how how they can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't really try to they, – they run a hurry-up offense, but their offense will push for three yards, four yards every play. And that, once again, that's what ECU needs to stop. ECU needs to get penetration in the backfield and hit the quarterback and hit the options so that way there's no there's no option in the triple option. Mm-hmm. You like that? No option in the triple option. No option in the triple <laughs> option. I see what you did there, Jared. You see, so – yeah, that, that's what I would what I would have to say. Um, we we didn't get any more messages. We put that tweet out fairly late last night. That's so, all good, um, guys. We want y'all to send us questions. We want y'all to send us uh, messages, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll, we'll talk about them on the podcast. Um, Artie, all in all, looking forward. How does ECU take this win? All in all, um, you know. Always going to be happy with a power victory, but we do have to understand we did play South Florida, and South Florida is a team that is still in a rebuild, much like us. So you know, as as much as I want us to be happy and obviously celebrate, like you said, twenty four hour rule, um, and we're halfway through that that twenty four hour rule. So it's you know the, the the team should get back. They should still be hungry. They should still feel underappreciated, hungry. undervalued. They should still still feel like they've got that chip on their shoulder. They haven't really done anything yet. They haven't really proven much yet. They had a complete game. And it was a nice, complete game. But we're still sitting at one and two. And we still have not done much as far as proving ourselves to our conference. And we play in a very, very good conference. So excited to see this. 44 to 24 is always going to be a, a, a good victory. Saw a lot of things from the defense that I like. Saw a lot of things from the offense that I like as far as the big plays. Getting almost everybody in the offense involved. Um, we have to build upon that going forward. Would love to see us come out next week and start the same way as far as Starting early, I think ECU plays better when they have a lead. I don't think they need to be playing catch-up with anybody. You can say that about anybody, but you know some teams are better at playing catch-up than others. I don't think ECU is a good catch-up kind of team, so I think it's best for us to play with a lead. Um, but all in all, happy about the victory. Uh, but let's get back to work. You know, let's get back to it. Uh, Coach Houston, real quick, we're about to play the, the, um, the press conference from Coach Houston mm-hmm. last night. And uh, 
the first thing he said was, he first off he was like, I, I like what, I like what we did on offense. <laughs> he said I like two hundred yards passing and two hundred yards rushing. He, he said just, I'll take it exactly balanced. And that, that's what that's what the offense is trying to do. They mm-hmm. want a they want a balanced offense attack. Then, um, he he said he was like. Our team worked hard this week, mm-hmm. and it showed. It showed that the team went out there and worked on on putting things together. They had the best walkthroughs they have. They've had at all season. They had the best practices. He said they've had all season. Mm-hmm. He said this team is meshing, and they're coming. They're coming alive. And finally, it seems like most of those guys are finally figuring out the schemes, mm-hmm. and they're finally figuring out their their roles. On offense and and on defense, and I think once they get it put together, it could be scary. Right. Um, I, I don't see like looking at the next two weeks. Uh, I mean Navy, you got Navy next weekend, and then you got um, Tulsa the the following week. Or I think you've got a. I think you've got a bye, and then Tulsa on November first, the the mm-hmm. Friday after. Uh, Halloween. I'm not entirely sure. And there's and there's no team remaining on our schedule that should that should scare us. We've already played the best team we're going to play all year, and that was week one. Oh yeah. So there's no team left that should that should terrify ECU. Maybe other point. than Cincinnati. May, but even Cincinnati, they're not going to be any better than the UCF. And, and we, so, we saw them last year, and we saw how. And we always play Cincinnati we, tight. We, we almost we almost beat Cincinnati yeah. last year. We should have had that. We play Cincinnati tight even when we're bad. So. So. Yeah, that I mean, that's that's really I mean, if ECU can practice like they did this week, and stay focused on, on then we might be having this conversation next week and be talking about ECU being two and two, which I'm I'm hoping that's what we're doing. Yeah. I'm hoping we're talking about a two and two football team that's on the up and up instead of a one and three football team that still has a lot of questions to be answered. So, yeah, Artie, uh, uh, I think that's where we want to be next week. We want to be two and two. We want to be Two and one in in the conference and mm-hmm. and Hull Nailers and and all the guys really the coaching staff they all talked about it in the post game press conference. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that here in a second. Um, but already I, I do want to give a shout out to the all time point scorer in ECU history. Um, he, he's been he's been through a lot of ups and downs. Get a kick of some love. Uh, he's been through a lot of ups and downs at ECU. It's it's been a, a trying um, career. He's I mean. Think about it. He he's gone through two coaching steps. He came in through the he came in on like the first year of Scotty Montgomery. Like he he's been with the team four years, mm-hmm. and I mean he's been through injuries. He's been through a lot, and for him to now be able to say that he's the all time point scorer in ECU history, Jake Verity. I mean he he's he's done a lot for this team. I mean I think he's at three hundred and nine points right now. He's still got ha- over half a season left, and who knows he might even come back next year depending on. Uh, Depending on what he's told or what he thinks are his chances at going pro, I mean, they, ESPN put a graphic up uh, last night saying that I mean, showing that he was one of the, arguably one of the best kickers out there right now in college football. You don't realize how important your kickers are until you have a bad kicker. Oh yeah, and when you have a bad kicker, they tend to lose you football games. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> shout out to Jake Verity. Shout out to him being an all-time points leader. Um, Finishing his career strong, I, I I will say that. Absolutely finishing it strong and happy to see that he's been able to go through those tumultuous times and come out better on the other end. So, shout tumultuous. out to him. Tumultuous. I like that. Mm-hmm. We that, do the grammar. We do the grammar. 
that that would be the vocabulary. <laughs> but yeah, uh, shout out to shout out to Jake Verity. Um, yeah, and if he does decide to come back next year, I mean, you're looking at a guy that I don't think if he comes back next year, I don't know if anybody will ever touch that record because he he would have a decent shot at being at around four twenty four four fifty. Mm-hmm. Like between those two numbers, he would have a decent shot at at those two numbers. In scoring, and I don't think anybody's ever passing that. Yeah, I mean, uh, you, you can't. I mean, he, he would, five, yeah, I mean, five years, yeah, five years as a kicker. No, you can't, you can't do that. So, um, yeah, shout out to Jake. Uh, we we we're thankful for all that you do. You've you've been a great member of the ECU Pirates for the last four years, and, and we're excited to see where you, where you uh, finally land mm-hmm. on, on on the record books. But Artie, let's uh let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. We'll we'll send it over to the press conferences or the press conference with Coach Houston. Um, then you'll hear by from uh, quarterback Holden Aylers, running back Raji Harris, which is which is interesting. A lot of times they don't let the freshmen talk in the, to the press, but uh, they they let Raji talk yesterday after his two touchdown performance. Then we have the guy we just talked about, Jake Verity, on, on the call, mm-hmm. and. Last but not least, we have a defensive guy, Aaron Ramser, uh, he, talk, talking about the defense and, and his performance last night. Um, all these guys talk about the win, talk about the 24-hour rule. So that, that's what we want. Um, we, we hope you enjoy the, the press conference, and uh, we're just glad we get to talk about an ECU victory tonight. So uh, without further ado, here's, here's the press conference. How we doing, guys? Can you hear me? Yep, we got you. Okay. All right. Oh, that's nice. Now I got the stats. Two ten rushing, two twenty two passing. I'll take that. All right, you guys ready? I'm in a hallway back here. The echo is pretty bad, so I hope hope it doesn't have too much disturbance. But uh, you know, obviously, uh, I'm just incredibly proud of our of our of our kids. I just not enough words to say. Just uh, you know, had our best week of practice. Uh, defense had its best uh, best Tuesday practice. Um, offense had its best practice on Wednesday. The last 48 hours, uh, walkthroughs were great Friday. They were great today. Kids were locked in during meetings. I mean, just the the attention to detail, the urgency, and and also we were relaxed. And so I felt really good. And I told uh, John Gilbert he called me this morning. I went took a little walk after walkthrough, and uh, we were talking. And I said, well, I said. You know what? We've had our best week of practice. The kids are relaxed. They're confident. Um, you know, I expect us to play well. And 
and you know, I, I don't know that I expect us to come down here and get a 20 point victory uh, on the road um, against a team that, uh, you know, quite frankly, East, East Carolina struggled against over the years. Um, but I just, I'm very proud of, of all three phases, all offense, defense, special teams. Um, you know, obviously we got some, you know, some things we got to correct, uh, some things we got to improve on, but we did so many things well this week that we've been struggling with. And so that was just really, really good to see. Okay, we'll go to Brian Bailey for three questions. Coach, congratulations on the win. What was the locker room like after the game? <laughs> that was a pretty good celebration. There's been some good ones over the years. That one's, that one's up there. So, uh, you know, feel like a weight's been lifted off your shoulders. And, you know, we talked this morning uh, when, we, when we met uh, right after breakfast for our, for our meetings and walkthrough, and, and uh, I was talking about the Lakers and the Heat. You know, everybody expected the Lakers to, you know, claim the championship last night. They had the trophy there for them. Uh, I heard nobody talking about the Heat was going to pull it off. But, uh, you know, last time I checked, the Heat's got a say in, in that series too. And I told, I told them is, you know, don't listen to anybody outside of our locker room. And, you know, there's a lot of haters out there, a lot of people doubting. Don't listen to them, you know, because we got a say in how we perform. And I just – I thought the kids responded just with, you know, a, a lot of – you know, a lot of enthusiasm, and that, so that celebration in that locker room was – it was special. Coach, offensively, the two keys, getting the running game cranked up and getting C.J. up, and, and you basically conquered both, didn't you? Well, I mean, that was – the big focus of the week was we had to run the ball better. Um, and, you know, we really – we really wanted to get the ball to C.J. Um, he should have had a bigger night than he did. Had a couple of balls that, uh, you know, probably should have uh, been able to convert there also. But, but certainly, you know, the two huge plays – uh, or difference-making plays, and he has that ability. Um, and just, you know, he's in a good place right now. He was loose. You know, he wasn't, wasn't getting caught up in stuff and just really liked the way he played tonight. Um, you know, really pleased with our offensive line, how they responded this week. Um, you know, played very well at that lineup. It's their second game together. So, uh, you know, played much better. Um, the, the running backs, you know, I just really liked the way the, you know, those kids, you know, ran with authority. Finally, talk about the defense a little bit. They threw a shutout in the second half until the last minute, but they really played well. Yeah, played very well. Had some had some tough situations too. Had a couple of short fields, uh, you know, and able to convert and uh, and get off there. But uh, you know, played very well. Uh, I think you know every week we're playing a little bit better on that side of the football. So uh, just hope this you know gives us some confidence and we can continue on. Okay, we'll open it up to other questions for the media. Coach, uh, Raji and Keaton really had the only carries until late in the fourth quarter. Was that by design at all or just kind of how the game went? And can you talk about their, you know, that two-headed duo for the freshman? You know, with, with uh, you know, the running backs, it's, you know, it's a competition. We talked about it. Uh, it's been ongoing. Those two have been performing at a very high level. Uh, they had the best week uh, this week. Keaton had the best week of all of them. Um, Raji has been consistently, you know, right there also, uh, and just felt like, uh, you know, they had earned the right to go out there and get those, get those opportunities, uh, and did a great job and, you know, really, really proud of Darius Penix, uh, and, you know, the job that he did, uh, you know, big touchdown there early in the game, uh, did a great job throughout the game and his role. And then obviously, you know, a guy there in the fourth quarter, we were able to, you know, use on that long drive that kind of broke their back. Coach, a note on Penix there. It looked like in kind of a bunch formation, he was in like a kind of 
H-back role, pass protection. Right. How important was that, his versatility to catch the ball, to block, do some different things that maybe were looked at from our end like a little different this week? Yeah, I mean, it's, we've been working on that package, you know, because you know, Darius does. He catches the ball very well out of the backfield. Obviously, he's a big, strong kid, so he can hold up in the run game blocking. He can hold up in pass protection. Uh, you know, he just has so much versatility, uh, and he's, you know, he's really embraced that role of, you know, helping the team any way he can. Uh, and I'll tell you, you got guys like him and Demetrius Mooney, uh, I'll tell you, Demetrius, you know, the way he has handled himself, I'm just I'm proud of it. And I'm, I'm a firm believer that good things happen uh, to people that work hard, try to do right, and, you know, don't don't pout and, and whine and, and get caught up in that stuff. And just go out and, you know, just try to find a way to contribute and do their job. Coach, when came in, uh, had a great time for you guys. Um, talk about what it does for you guys moving forward. It couldn't come at a better time. Well, it gets our first win of the season, uh, our first conference win of the season. So that's, you know, you can't get two before you get one. And you got to get one first. And so, uh, you know, certainly it was it was one that uh, I feel like we need, we needed to get. Um, you know, I'd, you know, there's no pressure because, uh, you know, the pressure comes off internally. Uh, you know, every, every week out, our, our kids want to win worse than any, I can promise you. I don't care what anybody out there thinks. Our kids and our coaches want to win worse than anybody in Pirate Nation. No offense to anybody else, but they work too hard. They invest too much. They want to win worse than anybody. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a thing where it's just – it's really enjoyable as a coach to see this group rebound from last week's performance and play the way we did this week, practice the way we did this week, uh, and to go out and, and practice well all week and then play well on Saturday, it just reaffirms kind of the process uh, of how we're doing things. Coach, it seemed like the young defensive line that we've talked about this summer kind of came – this might have been their coming out party a little bit where they were able to control the game. Well, I thought they played very well. And, uh, and I think, you know, those defensive coaches, uh, Coach Harrell has done a great job with them. Uh, you know, our, we play with a high level. We have a ton of energy. Uh, we have a ton of intensity. We're becoming more and more physical every week. Uh, and it all starts with that front. And I'll tell you, you give – you give Roy Tesh a couple of years with that front right there, and that's going to be a nasty bunch. And they're going to be a hard-nosed bunch. Coach, uh, Coach Jake Verity. Uh, factor that you were able to make work in your favor and talk about that. I'm sorry, Al, you're breaking up. Can you repeat that, please? Yes, sir. Turnovers tonight. I think you won the turnover battle. And you uh, not only got turnovers, but you capitalized offensively on those situations. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the final count was, but uh, yeah, I don't know what the final count was on the turnovers, but yeah, we did win the turnover battle. We did create a couple of short fields for our offense with a couple of those turnovers. Um, we, we were going after the punt when they were backed up and, and they must have snapped, uh, you know, so I mean, that's, to me, that's another turnover also. Um, but I thought that was, you know, a big factor in the ball game because it gave our offense, you know, some, some great scoring opportunities that we took advantage of. Coach, the offensive line obviously took some flack after the, the last game. I don't know if Houghton got sacked tonight, but certainly the running backs will get credit. But can you just talk about their performance in this game, bouncing back? really? That's, that's the bunch that I'm probably the most proud of. Um, you know, and, and we said it last week, and we were talking this week, you know, Fernando Fry is the only player in the two deep uh, that had ever really played much. And he, he played a, a guard, not center. So, you know, you got a bunch of guys that haven't played together any. Uh, they haven't played a whole lot. 
Uh, you know, they, they started last week. They got their second start this week. So, you know, two solid weeks of practice. So you saw a much better cohesion there. But the biggest thing I liked was just their determination. You know, they had just great attitudes on the sideline. Uh, you know, really embraced kind of, you know, we want to get downhill in this bunch and, you know, you know, establish the run game. They did a great job in pass protection, uh, which obviously, like you said, Holton had a lot more time to throw this week. And, you know, when he has time to throw, you know, he's, he's, he's a great quarterback. So really proud of that bunch. Uh, Shank did a great job with him this week. Coach Houston, uh, will you be able to have a steak and a peanut butter pie, or is that kind of a casualty of the COVID situation? No, I promise you. I don't care if I got to pay for it out of my pocket. We're having victory dinner tomorrow night. The kids, the kids are already asking for it. So, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to ha have steak and shrimp and peanut butter pie tomorrow night. Okay, one, one last question for Coach Houston. Coach, did some of the, the talk and practice this week, kind of your energy and talked about intent and stuff on Thursday, how much and well did that carry over to tonight, you think? I mean, I think that's the kids. I mean, I, I didn't doubt the determination all week. And it's, you know, we talked about it a lot, um, you know, just just, just play, playing with purpose, practicing with purpose. You know, right after just to, you know, get through period five and six, you know, we're out there, you know, to, 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 to focus on, you know, certain things we want to get done. And we, we talked about it this morning, just, you know, really direct, you know, what we wanted to achieve tonight, how we wanted to play tonight. And, you know, it's, it's one thing I've got to do better with, you know, I don't have a, a veteran group. I've got to, some things I got to explain a little bit more than, than, uh, you know, than I have maybe in the fact and in the past, much like your question about playing fast, you know, I got to explain to the kids exactly what I mean when I say, you know, certain things. So I thought they responded well, and I thought they went out and they did what we asked them to do, and they played with great intensity. Loved it. You know, that's, I love the way we played. I love the way we played tonight, all three phases. Coach, thank you very much, and congratulations. Thanks a lot, guys. Hey, and uh, somebody let my wife my wife know I'll be home about 2 a.m. She can keep the kids up. We're going to celebrate when we get home, too. Okay, guys, we're going to have four players coming. I'm not sure which order, but they're going to be Holt Naylor's, Raji Harris, Aaron Ramsour, and Jake Verity. So those are the four players. Once they uh, they sit down, we'll start. And it looks like we got Holton here. Hey, Holton, how are you doing, buddy? Good. How are you guys? Doing well. Uh, we're going to go ahead straight to questions, okay? Yes, sir. <clears throat> Holden, what a difference a week makes. Last week you said, you know, I came here to win, and you did tonight. What was the difference tonight? We just played good. Um, we, we were ourselves, and we played good. Um, you know, I just – I got to give praise to the line, man. They killed it tonight. I told them that all night. And if they kept doing what they were doing all game, there's no way we're going to lose that. Um, we got too many good skill players, and, uh, you know, they let us show that tonight, and I just, I just give praise to them. The defense came out and pulled out too. Well, what does it mean when you hook up with CJ and you think back to your days at Conley and that kind of thing? Every time you guys hook up, and you hooked up twice for touchdowns tonight. Yeah, um, I mean he's my ECU teammate now. That's really my freshman or his freshman year last year. His first touchdown it meant a lot, and um, everyone it still does. But I think that's something that we'll kind of look back on when we're done with this. Um, you know, even kind of when we're moved on when we're older, which will be pretty cool. But um, I mean we got we got great guys around him and that's why he's that's why he's getting open really is because we got so many weapons and, and we were able to show that tonight. 
Holden, you were obviously down last week, but how can you compare that feeling to this post-game locker room celebration? Yeah, night and day. Um, I mean, I hate losing more than anyone. Like I said, I came here to win. Um, I stand by that. And, you know, I mean, we're going to celebrate it tonight, but starting tomorrow, we're going to prepare for Navy and we're going to go in. I mean, one and one in the conference sounds good, but two and one sounds a whole lot better. Um, we're just going to continue to be ourselves. You know, I told Coach Houston, Coach K, uh, prior in the week, I'm just going to do my job. I'm going to focus on nothing else, not the score or anything, um, and just do my job and, and trust in them and trust my teammates. And that's what I did tonight. Holden, going back to that touchdown to, to CJ real quick, sometimes I call those easy points, cheap points when you, you score quick. How nice was that? I mean, to hit on a big play where you didn't have to grind out a drive. I mean, that play seemed to, to really kind of turn the momentum in y'all's fa uh, favor. Are you talking about the long third down? The 75-yard touchdown, yeah. it, you know, early in the game. That, yeah. that seemed to just uh, get y'all going. Yeah, it did, man. Um, I was, it was kind of funny. So I got hit on that play. It was five-man protection, and they sent six. Um, and I just knew I had to sit in there and, and get it off. I knew it was going to be open. Um, he ran a great route. Um, the rest of the guys did their job. And um, I just hung in there, um, and I got, I got hit. I was on the ground um, watching from an angle, and the linemen were running up to me, like, get up, get up, get up. And I was like, I just kept watching it. Kept watching him run, run. I was like, dang, he just scored. And then I helped him up. They they were so focused on helping me up. I don't even know if they saw the rest of the play. But um, plays like that, man, I mean, that's what makes football special. Um, it makes the game special. And um, we, had a, we, had, we had a good night tonight. And uh, we just got to continue to work and continue to get better. Holton, what does a win like the one you got tonight do for the belief system of this ball club moving forward? It kind of came right at the right time. Yeah, it did, it did come at the right time. Um, I mean, like I said, we all came here to win. We didn't come here to come in second place. Um, we, we came here to win. And, uh, I mean, sometimes when you're not losing, it does get tough. But you know, I told the guys all week just to, to focus on our job. You know, I mean, the answer's in the dirt. Just keep working and keep pushing, and it'll all come our way. And tonight it did, and that proves that. And, I mean, we're just going to stick to that method and, and keep going. Growing up around ECU football, living in Greenville, how much more does it mean or impactful is it, you think, for – for you Eastern North Carolina players to just see that winning tradition come back, being a part of rebuilding that tradition? Yeah. Um, I mean, I knew there's a ton of us from North Carolina on this team. And I mean, we came here with one goal and that's to, to bring the program back and to win. Like I said, I mean, I said it all the time. I um, came here to win and, and that's what we want to do. Um, we knew it wasn't going to be easy. We know it's not going to be easy. Um, there's going to be highs and lows, but we just got to keep working. We came here because we believe in this university and that's what we're going to keep doing. Okay, we have one last question for Holton. Holton, can you talk about Raji's performance tonight as a freshman? Yeah, him and Keaton, man, uh, yeah, they balled tonight. You know, I told them, told them all week. I mean, I've, I've told them since I got here. I mean, they're playmakers, and, and it'll come. And, I mean, it's hard not to get frustrated sometimes when, when things aren't going our way. But, you know, those guys just keep working, keep being the same kids that they were the day that they got here. Um, and, I mean, they they keep growing. They keep getting better every single day. Um and uh, we just got to – I mean, I'm proud of early on. Okay. Thanks, Holton. Appreciate your time. Hello. How y'all doing? Hey, Raji. How are you doing, buddy? I'm excited. I'm feeling good right now. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, we're going to let the media start asking you questions, okay? Okay, that's fine.
Raji, you had your, your first college touchdown called back in the opener. So how did it feel to, to really find the end zone tonight a couple times? Oh, uh, well, you know, Coach Houston came up to me during the week and he was telling me, he was like, you're going to get your opportunity this week, so you got to make it happen. So I was, I was just preparing for it all week, you know, practicing hard, offensive linemen, you know, they're getting out there all week, all week. So it showed up here today. Raji, is there any way to describe last week compared to this week with the run game and 50 yards total last week and, and you get so much this week? It Was it their lanes or what really worked on the, the ground for y'all tonight? Um, like I said, this week in practice, we just had a different mindset. We had to go get a mindset, us versus them. So um, every play, you know, every play is just us against them, one-on-one. Had to take advantage of this game. What's it been like as a, a freshman? You know, you came here to play a lot, but to play so much so early, I know you, you feel like you're ready for it, but have you had to learn a lot on the fly? Yeah, I got here in January. So, um, you know, when I first got here, I was lost. I was lost in the sauce and I had the doubts. But, you know, you got you have a great quarterback like Holton and the rest is history. Can you speak you're kind to of that? A, oh. Go ahead, go ahead. Can you speak to that relationship you have with Holton? Um, what does it mean to have such a big game um, with him tonight? Man, it means the world because that's, that's your battle, brother. You know, every day during the week, man, we go hard with each other. Hard. We 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 battle with each other every day. You know, Monday through Sunday through Friday, you know, we going hard, sweating, blood, tears. So it just means the world that I can come out here with Holton today and get this win. You're kind of a, a bigger, maybe physical back, Raji, but that first touchdown you got on the, the outside and showed off some wheels. It was that how nice was that to, to kind of hit that sideline and just keep rolling all the way to the end zone? Man, it felt good, man. I had to thank the OL, man. It was great. It was a great run. For the freshmen coming in, everything's new, and you're coming in in a year that's very different than a normal year would be. Uh, how much has have had having Coach Anderson uh, be available just to speak to you about whatever's on your mind this season? Um, it's a lot of depression. You know, you come in as a freshman, you're thinking, like, uh, can I do this? Can I do this? You know. So uh, you got to talk to him weekly, man, just to get your mind right. You got to clear your thoughts. So he's been helpful, very helpful. Hey, Raji, have you heard anything about the uh, victory dinners at East Carolina? Yeah, I heard about them. Yes, sir, I have. <laughs> Looking forward to it. <laughs> okay, one last question for Raji. Okay, Raji, thank you very much. All right, thank you all. Okay. Your favorite interviewee. All right. Hold on a second, guys. We got looks like we got some issues. Am I good? Can you hear me? All right, yeah, Jake. Thanks, buddy. Okay, Jake, we're just going to go to questions, okay? All right, go ahead. Uh, Jake, you've been here a while. I don't think you, you've been a team, been a part of a team that beat USF. What, what does this win mean to this team tonight? Um, I mean, it's it's the it's the start to what our mission is on the season. So um, we prepared well at practice, and this is what we plan to do. And we came out here and executed and didn't it? Did it? And everybody's 
really fired up and ready to keep this ball rolling next weekend. What does it mean to now be the career points holder uh, for ECU? Um, it's, it's pretty cool, I think, to be appreciated, um, especially being an older player and having really just poured myself into this school and a lot of different facets. But at the end of the day, the only kick that I'm worried about right now is the first kick I have to hit on practice tomorrow. Um, and that's how I approach it one day at a time. And if you do that, um, I think that's uh, the best way to be successful place kicker. I think you got you broke the record on the extra point. I guess would you have wished it was like a, a long field goal in, in a dream world or were you cool with, with doing it that way? Were you aware of, of the actual when it was? Um, I had an idea. I, I was hoping it would happen today and we would score enough touchdowns and I could rack up a few extra points and do that. But And yeah, a 50 yarder would have made a cool video. But at the end of the day, um, I'm just happy that I was able to go out there and do my job um, in that in that situation, whether it was a extra point or a long field goal. Doesn't matter to me. You mentioned kind of that next kick philosophy. You know, you pushed the I think the 46 yarder just wide right, but you were able to come back and hit two big field goals to kind of push the game out of reach. Just talk about that and and how important that was to really kind of keep adding points and bury them in the fourth quarter. Uh, yeah, that's one of the. I think that's one of the many. The strengths that I've developed with myself over the years is putting putting negative things behind you, mistakes that you make. Uh, our position's a little different because we only get one shot on the field. We're not like a linebacker. We can't come back for the next play or quarterback can make the next throw. You got to be on 100% all the time. So I think I feel good about my ability to put that behind me and come back and make a couple more plays to help us win. Are there any other questions for Jake? Yes, sir. Um, what is it like this year? Is there is there a different mindset or approach to it in these empty stadiums, or does that not affect you at all? Um, I don't think it affects any of us, really, because um, everybody that's on this team has really embraced the process of becoming a championship program. And we make plays at practice every week, and Coach pushes us to do that every single day because we practice the way we play. And I think it's a big deal that we saw that this week because we had a really good week of practice, um, made plays all week, came out here and did it, whether it was in front of however many people were out there or zero fans or 50,000 or whatever it is. Um, I think this group has a lot of confidence no matter what stage we're playing on. Okay, Jake, thank you for your time. Thank you. Congratulations. Thanks. Aaron, how are you doing? I'm good. All right, we're going to go right to questions for Aaron. All right. <clears throat> Aaron, what was that locker room celebration like after this one? Um, it was amazing. Just a lot of people right screaming around throwing water around just just exciting to celebrate a win and so everybody you can feel the energy just kind of building up it's been a long time coming and now we're just trying to stack up
What what changed in the second half? You guys gave up some passing yards in the first half. Did a good job against the run all night, but what adjustments did you make in the second half to specifically slow them down and not really allow any? Um, just execution. I feel like just executing the plays, um, perfecting everything, just the little details that, that counts in a big game. And this was a big game for us, and it worked out well. And, you know, just perfection and practice making everything count when it when it comes to when it comes to it. Aaron, you've uh, come back from an injury and this program in a larger sense is is coming back from uh, not performing on the level that that the Pirates uh, want to uh, perform on. Can you talk about kind of your personal battle to get back and, and how you've contributed to the team and obviously tonight's performance is an indication that things are headed in the right direction. Yes, sir. It's been a long process. You know, it was, it's been frustrating at times, you know, going through ACL injury. It's been a lot of treatment, a lot of things, and, you know, I just had to stay positive. And that's what I've been trying to do throughout the whole process. The first couple of games, coach kind of put me in there to see where I was at, see how I feel, see how I run around, you know, practice, I feel comfortable and stuff. And just moving around the base, on the, in the brace and just getting used to that. Like, it was a frustrating process, but I'm starting to get the hang of it. Just just having fun with my, um, with the opportunity to go on the field and play with my brothers. Aaron, this is kind of a signature defensive performance tonight for the Pirates. Uh, what's it do for you guys moving forward in the next week? It just gives us gives us that juice for the next game. Like this is what we needed. So now everybody's already talking about Navy in the locker room. Like we gotta now just focus on Navy. We gotta get Navy. Like moving on to the next game. Try to make winning, you know, addictive. You know, and that's kind of what we want to do. And if we can get this done today, like why not next week? You know. So that's just been a talk in the locker room, and that's just how we feel moving on up. Coach Houston talked a little bit about how the defense had some of its best practices this past week. Could you feel that difference in the urgency and intensity as a player? Oh, yes, I could. Everybody was running around to um, running to the ball, pursuing to the ball, and just, you know, you can tell that they was giving all they got that Tuesday practice and Wednesday practice. And even Thursday practice was like a more of a cool down, just in cleats and helmet. And everybody was still, you would have thought it was like a Tuesday practice. And I feel like that's what we need. And I could feel that and I could, I could tell the difference in that. And that was good for us. Hey, one last question for Aaron. <clears throat> okay. okay, Aaron, thank you for your time. All right, thank you. Congratulations. Sir, All right. Thanks everyone. Once again, that was the press conference from Coach Houston and, and several of the ECU Pirates. Um, we, we, we thank them for their time. We know that uh, they, they would much rather be celebrating than, than talking to us, but uh, they, they, gave, they gave us about 30 minutes of their time total yesterday. Um, but once again, ECU with a big victory over USF, the, the Bulls of South Florida, um, Artie, Maybe this is the start to something good, and, and maybe this is the win that gets us on the on, back on the tracks. Yeah, we can only hope. I mean, the only thing you can do is go forward. The only thing you can do is get back, you know, back to campus, keep working, keep grinding. Got Navy next week. You know, we don't really know how good they're going to be, what team, what Navy team is going to show up, but we know they got a good head coach, and they got a solid program. So 
got to be prepared and for you know for Navy, and I'm excited to see that game. But you know, good win against South Florida. Yep, good win uh, against South Florida, like you said, and then um, just just 24 hour rule. We we said it earlier. We said it last week. We've said it every week. There's a 24 hour rule. You got 24 hours to focus on the win or focus on the loss, but then it's it's time to start thinking about the next team. Next next team up is Navy. Um, we'll, we'll talk to you more about Navy and do our pregame show next week on, on Friday. Look for that to come out Friday morning. And, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be in touch throughout the week. Send us your comments. Send us your questions. Make sure you like us, review us on Spotify, Apple, Google, all, all of those. Um, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you, wherever you may uh, spend your time on social media. Make sure you do that. Um, we're going to have great content continuing to come through every single week throughout the season and as we move forward. So make sure you, make sure you do that. Tell all your friends, tell all your ECU friends to listen to the premier podcast of ECU, the Boneyard Podcast. All right, uh, without without anything else, Artie, uh, I think it's time to tell, tell Pirate Nation peace out and uh, – Let's go Pirates. I've got nothing left for you. We'll uh, we'll see you next week, Pirates. Stay safe uh, and, and we'll talk to you we'll talk to you Friday. All right. Peace out, Pirates Nation.